Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast, Keeping It Real with Caramel, as we say 100. I have Josh on the line. How are you, Josh? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Awesome. You know, so let's tell the audience just a little bit about you. Sure. I am. I, I was born and raised in North Texas and uh, went to school in Colorado and went back to Texas, got married, raised my family there, went to work at uh, Texas Instruments, big technology corporation, and eventually left that to be an entrepreneur and an inventor and live, live an adventurous life. That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, I'm just let you know that I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan and always been have been a Dallas Cowboy fan. So we'll move to Texas, okay? All right. <laughs> so um, I know you're an inventor and you invented the bunch of balloons, right? So what made you decide to do that? Josh? Hello? Yes. I think it's your connection, just a little bit of your connection. Uh, for some reason, it keeps going in and out. Um, oh, boy. I, it um, looks solid from here. I don't know what... Um, that's okay. That's okay. We're going to continue on. Let's try one more time. Um, <laughs> we're good. We're good. We're good. All right. So, tell tell me the reason why you um, decided to, to event the bunch of old balloons. Well, it always starts with a problem. And to me, when I was a kid, it was nearly impossible to tie water balloons. And then when I was an adult, I was too old to play with water balloons. But then when I had kids of my own, I was the guy in back filling and tying tubs and tubs of water balloons. And it just, it took too long and it was too hard. And I thought there's gotta be a better way. And as an inventor, that's, that's how it starts. You just, you get this impulse that this just isn't right. And and then it becomes right. your mission to, to find the solution to the problem. And and that is true. And I know, how do you feel when a knockoff called Balloon Bonanza was featured um, on a TV commercial? Well, that was a shocker because this, this wasn't easy. You know, after... Uh, you know, after after quitting my job and giving up a paycheck and spending years of slaving away in my garage and tinkering with solving all sorts of different problems, and I finally got this to work and I put it on Kickstarter and it just it it went viral. It was it was incredibly successful, and mm-hmm. I I it was it was like the dream come true. And so I started building a business and partnered with a company to start a to build a factory to produce these to sell them and in, in all the the major retailers and yeah like you said before we really even got started this telemarketing company uh, got their hands on a on one of my early editions and they they changed the color and and sent it to their factory in China and then brought it oh brought it brought it in and flooded the market with knockoffs and Oh, it was it was it was uh, it was frustrating. So it was it was scary. Yeah. It was I mean, all those emotions uh, came over us. I would have been like Josh. I would have been so upset. Like I don't know what I would do with myself. I would have been so like I don't know. This I, I can't even explain the words that I would be. You know. 
And so this was a huge federal, a federal court uh, situation, correct? Well, it's, so, it doesn't, not not right away. I mean, I had to go and find out who was who was behind this. And I find out that this mm-hmm. is a huge corporation and this is just the way they do business. There's been books written about these guys. Like they're famous for stealing products and and selling knockoffs. And, and so, yeah, so, so there is, you know, I learned, I learned that there are no patent police. There's no one going to help you when someone steals your invention. The whole idea is that the patent is like the, it's like, it's like when you own your house, you have a deed to your house. And so right. if someone comes and, you know, tries to build a house in your front yard or tries to, you know, comes and invades and <laughs> trespasses, you can go to court and kick them out. Well, that's the patent allows you to go to court and so we had to go to court and file uh for a preliminary injunction to get them to stop and i thought it would be straightforward look here's my invention here's their here's the evidence they they copied it and here's my patent make them stop and (laughs) it it wasn't that easy oh my gosh they had they were able to hire all these lawyers and make up all these arguments and they told the judge that uh, uh my patent was a mistake they said, uh, well, the patent says when the balloons are substantially filled with water, they fall off and seal. And they hired some professor from MIT, and he told the judge that no one knows when a balloon is filled with water, Your Honor. And so we're not guilty. <laughs> oh, wow. And then they had another argument. They said, well, if you just take a, a, if you take a garden sprinkler and some plumbing fittings and this surgical device that's used where they put a balloon inside your stomach for a weight loss you just put those things together and and that's obvious and so we're not guilty <laughs> and i it was it was it was funny for a moment but then i realized that these guys are serious and they can get away with this and that's crazy. they would just throw all these all these frivolous arguments at you and it turns out that has always worked for them. And so we have to pay these attorneys. We ended up spending millions of dollars in court, um, which I was really blessed to be able to to raise that that amount of money. And we yeah. here's where it gets really interesting. We, we actually won and the judge uh, made them stop. And eventually, a couple of years later, we ended up with a jury trial. And over a course of a week, we were able to prove our case against these guys and um, and we won, but the the reason I'm telling my story is to warn people about this. There's this new law that they created in 2011, mm-hmm. and they created a new court inside the patent office. So the patent office used to protect inventors. Now they have a new division. It's basically set up and run by big corporations, and they actually uh-huh. can invalidate your patent. And so. Where what? I was, I went to court in a real court, and we won. Yeah. And most people can't afford that, right? There's an access to justice problem. Um, right. But we were able to overcome that. But then they took me to the patent office with their same frivolous arguments that no one knows when a balloon is filled with water, and the patent office in, took back my patent uh, on the same wow. on the same grounds that I had already won in a re- in a real court. They came in and said, nope, it's not good enough for us. But this is the same. So you, it's the same agency that gave me the patent in the first place. 
Wow. And they're like, so oh, we were just kidding. You, we were, we'll give you a patent, but if you try to use it, we're going to take it back again. Wow. <laughs> so you did get your patent restored, though, right? Well, eventually, they invalidated that patent, and then I got another one, and they invalidated it. And I ended up having to go to Washington, D.C. and start, basically, we had a protest, and because the we, we brought attention, like, pub, like publicity to the abuse and eventually I started uh, well we got a new director of the patent office after this so the mm-hmm. the at the time the patent office was run by the head of patents for Google and so Google these big tech companies they don't like inventors so they just got their person put in charge of of this new uh, division and so we got a new director after this and I I, I was able to, I got a new judge on my case because it, basically it's corruption. And I was starting to, I didn't mean to do this, but I was kind of putting the heat on them for this this corruption. And so they, they started restoring my patents gradually. And then we kept fighting okay. in court. And so we had one court, the judicial branch was, was supporting me and the jury trial was supporting me, kind of our traditional justice system. And then this other system, this alternative new system, uh, this is called the this is called the the patent trial and appeal board. We call it the PTAB. Um, they yeah. finally just kind of backed away. They said, we, "We're going to give Josh's patents back. He's too much trouble." Um, <laughs> so yeah, right. So yeah, and so after four and a half years, and uh, ho- hold on to your seat, we, we spent twenty million dollars oh my god in legal bills oh my god we were paying so, the attorney you know, so, so if you want your rights in america and i hate to say it, it makes me depressed to say it but you have to pay the attorneys a hundred thousand dollars every week every week you got to go raise what? And, and it's like wheelbarrows of money you got to give to these these lawyers and these experts and if you do that for five to ten years the other guys will will give up and you win. That's that's oh, that's wow. our justice system. That um, that is crazy. So you spent that much money to get everything patented and we, everything restored and all this stuff. So what about the small people that don't have that money to do that? So what can they do? I know caramel. It breaks it breaks my heart because I, I didn't. I mean, I saw everything I worked for like flash before my eyes and. Every every day there was some new threat that was a threat to my existence and everything I worked for. And after overcoming all these obstacles and these this miraculous uh, survival, um, I meet all these other inventors along the way. I joined with this group called U.S. Inventor. It's a nonprofit, and they they right. they really helped me when the, the legal system was broken. They stepped in and showed me who makes the laws. When I came to Washington, they showed me around and then they supported me in lots of different ways and so now we're we're, we're joining together so usinventor.org is is the it's like it's government relations for inventors and entrepreneurs so these big corporations that's that's part of their business well we're like we realize we have to have representation and so right. the group is basically out there educating um, talking to 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 influencers like you to get the word out, and then we're looking to pass legislation to make the system fair. 
Uh, it has to be fair, Josh, because everybody can't afford doing that. You know, everybody doesn't have the money to sit there and pay lawyers a hundred thousands of dollars every time they speak for them. Um, people don't have that money, especially now what we're going through. You know, well, and, so and, this and it's you know what's the worst is the the patent system used to be like one of the best vehicles for for opportunity and for success for any. I mean. It was like, even in America, like in other in other countries, you had to be rich and and connected to like the aristocracy. But in America, it was supposed to be anyone that comes up with something new can own the rights to it and start a business right. and like to have that right. flipped upside down to where now only the super super wealthy and connected. That's sad. It, That's it breaks really my heart. Sad. Yeah. It, yeah, it does because you, you know people are trying to do things the right way and try to and it seems like if they're trying to get their own business, it's going to be hard for them to patent anything that they want to patent, you know, and they have to go through like hoops to, to get what they want, you know what I mean? Well, and, and that's that's not fair. And the hoops are like, and we're really careful about following the rules, like you know. We, I hired the best lawyers. I, I followed all the rules and you get this official document from the United States government that says, you know, you have, you, you did invent this and you have the rights to it. And right. to, to destabilize that the way they've done, it's like, this is, this is what they do in third world countries, you know, where. Right. And yeah, it's yeah. not fair. It's not fair at all. Like, Oh my God! I know. I knew you was really, really upset when you had to do all that, especially spending all that money. That's a lot of money to spend when you can use it on something else, like your business. You know? Yeah. And you have to go through all that just to let them know, like, oh like, my God! I, I don't know. Imagine if you imagine if you imagine if you found out next week that um, you know there's someone else out there doing the, you know, like. There's the caramel show and and uh, on oh YouTube, God, and they've got t- and they've got ten million subscribers, and they're oh they're just uh, and they just stole your your show and our interview, and they're making all the profits from it. I mean, how? Oh, um, oh I don't know. I think I think I will be like super super like upset. I think I know your emotion was all over the place. Like yeah, how much have you done? Same. I mean, how many episodes have you done? I have done probably like probably like a hundred and fifty now. So you've probably you spent probably thousands of hours on your business. Yeah, I have. I have. Yeah, talking to. Yeah, you're right. Thousands of hours. And a lot of capital to too. People. You probably invested some money in this. Um. Hello. Advertising yeah, equipment. And- advertising. Yeah. And and the thing about it is, is like someone, if someone did that to me, I don't know. I I would be like so emotional, so so heartbroken, and and I don't have like the money to 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 get a lawyer to get you know to do thousands of thousands of pay them thousands of thousands of, of thousands of dollars. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I think that's really sad. That's really sad that 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 people do what they do. And, and so but and, and yeah, and so yeah, I'm upset. I'm I'm really upset for the other entrepreneurs and small businesses who were just barely making it. They were finally mm-hmm. being su- somewhat successful or break, breaking even after decades of 
of failures and for them to get ripped off. It's just, and so, yes, we need to, it's a problem and we, we are, yes, we're, you know, shining the light on it and educating people. Um, but we're also constructively working to make it better. So there's, you know, there's two, there's two answers. One is you, you you just be aware, right? If you're an inventor and you know, someone can rip you off, that doesn't mean you quit. It just means you be smarter and prepare for that, that possibility. So just being being, knowledge is so powerful. And so if you know that patents are not what (laughs) they don't work as advertised, uh, you can plan for that. Right. And then the second thing is that, you know, we're still, you know, we still can change the law in America as citizens. And so jo- join U.S. Inventor and help us uh, fix this so that it's fair for I everyone. I think I am. Yeah. I'm telling you, Josh, I think I'm going to just go look at it into as soon as we get off. I'm going to be like, let me see what they're talking about, <laughs> because you never know. You don't got me thinking about someone taking my show. OK. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sitting here thinking about someone might take my show. I don't want them to take my show yeah. because I work so hard for this show, you know? Yeah. And so you you quit your corporate job in 2006. So you quit for to be an inventor, correct? Yeah. Uh, my And this was, I was doing that for seven years and I had one product that was moderately successful. Um, and was able to, you know, pay some bills and kind of break even basically. And then I had another one that was a total failure. <laughs> I lost, <laughs> I lost lots of money on that one. And after seven years, it was really the end of the road. And, uh, it was, it was, uh, I was, I was looking for a job cause I had to pay my bills and send my kids to college. And in that right. last, you know, I had like three weeks left and that's when I invented a bunch of balloons and like yes i can still be an inventor i don't have to go back to the corporate world awesome awesome and so how are you doing with the pandemic and everything everything still you know is it good or bad or is it the same uh we're holding up i mean my family's um doing well a lot of most of our kids homeschool so it's kind of we just kind of adapted um everyone else is homeschooling now so they're asking us how to do it Um, yeah, 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 exactly. And then with the with my job, it's been, you know, we uh, I relocated to the Washington D.C. area in order to mm-hmm. to work with Congress on this, and that the COVID has really shut down that effort. We used to be able to to go in and walk the halls and 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 meet. We had inventors flying in and meeting with their representatives and all that has mm-hmm. stopped. And so that's been really hard because, you know, the big corporations, they, they have lobbyists that just pick up the phone and call um, these high ranking officials. And we didn't, we don't have that. <laughs> and so right. it's been tough, um, but we're working, we're, yeah. we're doing more. Things are starting to open up uh, in some of the districts. So we'll meet uh, all, you know, there's, there's 435 congressional districts uh, spread out across mm-hmm. the 50 states. And so we have members in just about every, we have members in all 50 states. And so we're working on, um, you know, meeting there. And there's a lot of new members of Congress that we're, we're meeting with this week and next week to educate them. So we're, we're adapting, we're having to be flexible and um, strategic about how we 
how we work. But that's good. That's good. Just just stay safe and you know. So if, if anybody wants to contact you or have some information on on how to do, you know, to protect their whatever they got going on, like in vendors or whatever. So how did they get in contact with you? Yeah, you can find me uh, Josh Malone or Josh the Balloon Guy on social media. The Balloon Guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. USInventor.org also, I'm heavily involved there. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out, Josh. You got me thinking over here. Thank you. I'm going to see him. Yeah. <laughs> definitely going to check that out. And um, you just, um, it's a pleasure talking to you and um, you stay safe and keep doing what you're doing. And um, I'm going to definitely check check that out and um i hope to talk to you soon you too thank you for your thank you for being open to discussing this appreciate it oh most yeah. definitely you a celebrity <laughs> i mean you've been in a you've been a you know come on yeah so yeah that's that's yeah i'm glad i'm i'm, I'm very grateful and and uh it, it's been quite an adventure so i'm glad to share it glad to yeah, share exactly. it with you Awesome. You take care. Okay, thanks. All right, bye.